From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This 22. is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. Today, I can come up with an intro to match the magnitude of this occasion. So for that, I'll just say welcome to a very special edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 200. Wow, 200. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me since episode one is the man who puts the C in creative team and the K in knowledge. And if you didn't know that knowledge was with a K, he'll probably tell you about that too. He is Mike, also known as MFG. Yeah, but if it was without the K, it would just be no ledge. And that would only be important if you were climbing on the side of a building. Um, yeah, it is the number 200th episode. And with that, there are changes that I don't like. But then again, there are lots of things I don't like. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, and uh, I didn't hear from our other illustrious host, but our other mainstay is the guy who makes it all happen whether it's sound drops or social media presence or overall good vibes, he is RT Squared Ralph the Tech. Really? Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's Just good. to let you know, there is no cheering or studio audience. <laughs> there is plenty of uh, studio audience here. You just don't see them. Ah, okay. That means this is in your imagination. That's why we don't see them. Yeah. It's kind of like a beautiful mind. Remember that? All those three guys in his head? Anyway, Ralph, go ahead. I mean, what's reality, really? So, <laughs> uh, the other day after I was dealing with the aftermath of a massive storm here in the city, a thought occurred to me. If you've been, too pop, uh, if you've been to popular tourist destinations, chances are you are a random person in the background of a lot of families' photos. <laughs> oh, I already know I am. <laughs> you could probably be like the world's Waldo, where's Waldo of uh, people's photos. Oh, I went to Penn State. I swear, every single time someone grabbed a camera or a photograph, it was I was in the background. <laughs> I, I'm like, evidently, everybody knows who I am by this point. <laughs> you, you you couldn't run away like um like um what's his name like Gene Hackman and um what was that movie with him and Will Smith? Enemy of the state. Oh, enemy of the state. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't be Brill. That <laughs> that reminds me of a of a supervillain that I created called the Photobomber. He can move at supersonic speeds, but only to bomb people's photos. Nice. I know people like that. That's, 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 that's not a creation of your imagination. I know people, Bosh, who do that on a regular basis. So <laughs> all right. So today we're gonna do things a little bit differently. First. We will do what we always do to a degree, and we're going to review something. Is it going to be quick news? No. Uh, we're going to get to that in a second, Mike. Come on. <laughs> we'll, we'll explain what happened to quick news in a second. But the first thing we're going to do is, um, see, now I'm missing my notes. <laughs> and, um, we're going to talk about the first four episodes of Marvel's animated series, What If. What if there was and quick news? <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Then we're going to have some fun. And usually, you know, through the show, we ask ourselves questions. We kind of ask you questions about geek content, along with other things. This time it's going to be your turn. So in honor of episode 200, we will be taking questions from you, our audience, our listeners, our listeners, and our guests and friends. 
Now, Mike, what were you asking? I don't have anything to ask. I'm good. I'll ask. What happened to the quick news? Oh, yeah, there we go. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> so usually in this space right here, I would make a really, you know, I would attempt to introduce Mike's segment, the quick news, as you all heard, um, with some sort of like witty banter or. or really <laughs> That's a lie. Oh, or, or a smart <laughs> attempt at humor or. Or really bad segues. Or really bad segues to MFG. But this episode, unfortunately, we have no quick news on episode 200. We could have with that introduction. It took up the time period. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come on. We're only eight minutes in. Ralph, am I right? No. How many? About five, maybe less. About five. Are you in front of the computer game and tell it me? It seemed okay. as long for you as it does for us, isn't it? Oh, goodness. <laughs> so let's go right to it. Let's, let's review something. Let's talk about the first four episodes of the new Marvel animated series on Disney Plus called What If? And with the synopsis is a man who, as you see right now, is going through spotlight withdrawal. Mike, also known as MFG. Take it away, sir. Finally. <laughs> All righty. What If is the animated anthology series streaming on Disney Plus service. Uh, the series is based on the Marvel Comics print series of the same name. The first volume of What If Comics ran from February of 77 to October of 84, kicking off with the story What If Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four. The Disney Plus series was created by A.C. Bradley, who also served as head writer with Brian Andrews as director. Uh, the streaming series explores alternate timelines from the MCU where events happen slightly differently than in the movies. What If will have nine episodes um, concluding on October 6th. A second nine episode series is expected to premiere in 2022. What If has a current Rotten Tomatoes score of 93% with an audience score of 93%. Oh, wow. And a Metacritic rating of 69 out of 100 with an audience rating of 54 out of 100. Those people don't stop hating. <laughs> what if they just stop hating? Clearly, <laughs> someone didn't pay them. I guess not. All righty. Synopsis time. I am the snooper. It is my duty to observe events and people of different worlds. I cannot, must not interfere with their actions, but I do have the power to encourage people to post their stupidity on social media. A world where the cap makes concise introductions. A universe where Ralph the Tech was executed by Firing Squad for refusing to reveal the end of a movie. A galaxy where MFG works happily as a full-time babysitter and writes fan fiction for Jupiter Ascending. Not even a cosmic <laughs> being such as myself could find an alternate reality with these stories. However, as a multiversal peeping Tom, I have witnessed worlds where the MCU storylines were tweaked, stretched, and sometimes completely disregarded for nothing more than subscribers and a quick cash grab. What if a woman's opinion was completely ignored by the military? What if a black man was not pulled over for speeding across the galaxy? What if Scarlett Johansson did not voice Black Widow? What if a multi-millionaire surgeon would have simply updated his hinge profile instead of destroying an entire universe? <laughs> I am your guide through these and other new worlds. You can also follow me on my OnlyFans page where I rub one out as to some of the truly epic kinky realities. For I am the Snooper. <laughs> All right. And this is going to be starring Jeffrey Wright as Uatu the Watcher. And I bet you thought I was going to actually list all the other people that are involved, but no, I'm not. <laughs> That's only one a long person, list. There's only one person you should mention, and that is Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, a.k.a. Nah. Star-Lord. May he rest it. in peace. 
he rested in peace a while ago. Listen, <laughs> respect. Because he's not resting in peace now? Damn, bro. <laughs> not after that show episode, he shouldn't be. Oh, here we go. Oh, wow. We're going to set the review now. All right. All right. Crack Knuckles, here we go. Here we go. What if? Okay. So um, let's talk about the series. I know we've only seen four episodes. Um, so What if we only paid uh, played that button that we paid billions of dollars for? Oh, I'm so you're not I'm 200 episodes, and you'd figure that I would do this. Yeah. So, so before, <laughs> so okay. So after the synopsis, and before we even talk about this, let's press that button we paid so much money for, and we could have got sued right now. Warning: the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So, if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. All right, and that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Search Productions. Hey, what if Stush? Are you the watcher? Yeah. What are you watching, Stush? <laughs> I, will, I wonder what the rest of that reaction is going to be after they go watching Stush. <laughs> How many legs does it have? Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so now let's talk about the series known as what if people who read comic books definitely know the series especially like like mike um, said in the synopsis 80s 90s you kind of are familiar with this brand of um of book now made into a series let me ask you both what are the things you liked about what you've seen so far we've only got four episodes which is interesting because usually we don't we, we we've gotten into a habit now of reviewing everything as a whole as it should be well, we decided let's kind of jump on this right now while it started. What do you like about what you see from What If so far? Um, I, I do have to say the animation style has kind of grown on me. At first, I thought it was a little bit weird because it was like a, a sort of a blend of, of 2D and 3D kind of style of animation. And mm-hmm. it, it looked kind of shiny at, at some points. Mm-hmm. But after watching the first four episodes, I was like, you know what? Animation's not too bad. I kind of like it, you know. And and the voice acting's pretty damn good. I, I I have to say, I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, they All said right. that the uh, the animation style that they did, they intentionally uh, were trying to find out. Uh, uh, they wanted some medium between comic book and movie, so that's ha- kind of why they chose that shaded look to the animation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what about you, Mike? I mean, just like the what if I like the attempts at uh, just you know trying to modify. A reality that we know even though the comic books tended to really go for it um where these i mean some of them you know i mean you know you got one that's very very different another one that's also different but just a, a little bit kinder in its difference um but all in all still a little bit more tame compared to the comics but i i am enjoying the different storytelling it's it's just like a cool uh you know addendum to the stories that we've seen so i'm, I'm enjoying that part of it Okay. All right. I'll say this. I'm with Ralph. It took me a while to um, get used to the art style. It felt like um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It had that feel to it, that very glossy kind of, you know. Yeah, but um, that one was smoother. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I'm I'm liking it now, but, but it just took a little while, you know, for me for me to enjoy it. It 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 almost felt like a real real um not even because i was thinking like i felt like iron giant was that way to a degree but i liked the way iron giant looked no iron giant was more with the 2d cartooning style with with flat with and less uh less shadows 
and, and shading. I guess. I mean, I, I guess. I guess just the, the way they moved and, and the way because they weren't very cartoony. They, they, you know, they looked like real. You know, they looked like real humans. They weren't anime style. They weren't over exaggerated. So I guess that's why I guess I thought about Iron Giant. Um, but I also agree with Mike when he talks about um, you like the the idea of them exploring different realities. But let me throw this question out there: Did you feel the first two episodes? We're safe. We're very safe. Well, I mean, the first episode was. I mean, it was. I thought it was a really good telling because it, 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 it set in the same place. So it just it just changed our character from um, a male Captain America to the female Captain Carter. But it still made her story very different. We actually saw her training to become who she is, which is obviously not what we saw him doing. Um, right. So, you know, it was, it was very different that way. And the villain that she fought was very different on the whole, you know, because Red Skull was one, two, three. We, said, yeah. we found that there was other <laughs> things that were that bother. The second episode was, I found it was as close to garbage as you could get without being garbage. I, wow. I, I despise that episode with a, with a passion. Mike, why, really? you, why are you holding yeah. back? Tell us what you really feel. I am holding back, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wow, garbage. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I won't say that I agree with garbage, but I agree. I felt when I first watched the first two episodes, I felt like it was them giving us what if, but a very dumbed down, softened version of it. Like, I mean, Captain Carter was okay. I wasn't like wowed. Um, and it's funny. I was watching it with Troy. Shout out to Troy. We were watching it together. And I, I guess what Mike said before about his description about what if is that the books really explored certain content or certain issues that made you think like, wow, or the results are like, oh my goodness, what if that would have happened? That would have been horrible. Those first two episodes did not make you feel that way at all. But I mean, the, the thing is also with what if, not every what if was always horrible. I mean, that's the thing too. Like it shouldn't always be, well, if this didn't happen, something horrible would happen. It's like, well, why? <laughs> you know, it could be something great happened, you know, in, in the long run. Um, Captain Carter, I liked that because it wasn't anything good or bad. I mean, it was just a mission that was just very different that took place, you know? Okay. Um, that's why I like that one because it, it didn't do anything one or the other. It, it just was like, hey, this would be her world and this is her mission. The second one, it it made very little sense. It, it just, it kept confusing its own storytelling that I didn't enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and out of the, you're probably saying the two was the worst. Yes, for me, it was definitely the worst. Okay. Um, let me ask you both. Between episodes one and two and three and four, do you feel there was a shift? Or do you feel like it was a gradual thing that they did? I felt like it was a very stark shift that they went from one and two and then three and four felt very different. I mean, just, just going from going from two to anything else it is a big shift because the two is the happy go lucky one, you know, with the mm -hmm. you know, like it all works out in the end, you know, it's gonna be good, it's gonna be all right. And right. then well, actually, uh, it doesn't, but that, but yeah. What do you mean? Isn't episode two is, uh, it is happy go lucky, but then Ego comes at the very end and finds Peter Quill. Right. Without, without Star Lord being who he is, Ego is just going to end up destroying the planet. Word. Forgot about yeah. that part. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> actually, I digress for you, but go ahead. <laughs> but then, uh, um, episode three, because episode three ends also in a in a weird note as well, because now you have Loki taking over the world, and you're like, oh shit, 
This but is it's also what I liked about that is that it was a whodunit. It was a very different episode altogether. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun because you're like, I mean, even though by the time I saw the, the actual needle, you know kind of what was going on. You just didn't know why. Um, but I did enjoy that part of it, that it was different that way. Um, right. But the Loki taking over, I'm like, Mm, Odin's still awake and alive. I don't think he's going to let that happen. So that was, that was one of those things. But I mean, again, that's not saying that's the end of the story. I mean, that's just where we've left off. Who knows what would have happened after that, you know? Right. All right. O- Odin would probably come down and be like, well, the good-looking one's dead. So <laughs> I-, I guess I'll have to settle with the frost giant uh, adoptive son. Yeah, you- I'll let him have this world. It'll be all right. Nah, he wouldn't actually, he wouldn't. I mean, think about it. He sent Thor down here to not only learn his lesson, but to protect us. So right. I mean, he certainly wouldn't let Loki just be like, I'm going to run roughshod. Well, Loki's, <laughs> right. Loki's quote unquote protecting us from ourselves. Yeah, nah, he ain't going to let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but but we, I think we all can agree that the difference between one and two, and then when you compare it to three, like I felt like it was a, a total tonal shift. Like yeah. I was like, wow, they went kind of dark, you know? I mean, even though there was some light at the end, by saying, okay, they're still gonna have an Avenger, they're still gonna have Captain America, they're still gonna have, you know, a team and that Fury's mm-hmm. gonna form. It was still kind of dark the fact that all these Avengers were being not murked out. I was like, yeah. all right. But what do we think about episode four? Four, I'm like, dude, just get laid. Holy <laughs> hell. <laughs> like, oh my God. No, I, I, well, I mean, I love Doctor Strange anyhow. And I thought that they did a really good job of demonstrating how powerful Doctor Strange is and can be to an audience that only has one movie and a couple of appearances behind him, you know? And not saying they're gonna obviously make him like that in the, in the movies, but it was just a really good flex yeah. for Doctor Strange. In, in, yeah. uh, in some incarnations of Doctor Strange, they didn't do this in the movie, but he has like a unique ability that he can absorb um, all kinds of magic. So some, sometimes like in, in one incarnation, the way that he defeats Dormammu is by absorbing, since Dormammu is a being of pure magic, he just absorbs all the magical power that Dormammu uh, has and defeats him that way. So this was uh, kind of interesting because it, it kind of pays homage to that in which when he's absorbing all those magical creatures to, to become powerful enough to change the paradox or create a yeah. paradox, I guess. Yeah, I, I just really I really did enjoy the, the episode. Um, I also I really liked the way the animation worked. I loved watching how whenever he would absorb a creature how it reflected in them. It was just, it was just a really, it was a small thing, but as, as he kept doing more and more that they changed the way that they would show it. Yeah. And I just thought that was really interesting. It was just, it was just a, uh, the, it was a uh, visual move that I just thought was really cool. Um, and the story, like I said, I mean, it, it was a good story that I thought, you know, it felt more like a, a, a fable. I mean, a, a, like, yeah, like an Aesop's fable learning lesson more so than a what if, right. um, but, but I thought it was very effective and it was just, and, you know, I'm sure everyone was like, oh, they're not going to destroy an entire universe. I'm certain that uh, Doctor Strange, the regular one, will be able to take over. You know, <laughs> and, and that and I'll be honest with you, that episode felt the closest to the what if comic book. Yeah. That episode. I yeah, mean, I really mean, did. I mean, the it third really the did. third one, did, but, but episode four was like it's almost and, and not for nothing. Is it me or is it that's what these um what these Disney plus Marvel shows seem like everybody complains after the first two episodes. And obviously you have to let a story unravel or let let a show find its footing. But by episode three and four, you're like, oh, OK. And I felt like again here I, and I, I'm the one who preached that. And I was the one already dogging it. I mean, I suppose I, mean, I don't really usually have a problem with most of the the shows so far like that. 
Um, but most people do. I, I don't know what they're expecting to happen in the first because everyone's like, oh, I didn't blah, blah, blah in the first episode. I'm like, well, I don't know what you're expecting. You know? Right. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's um, I but definitely I, the first two I thought were uh, the lesser of the four. And two, I, like I said, I just I, two just made no sense to me at all. I, I mean, they, I thought that they were just the, the fun, quote unquote, the fun that they um, were doing with uh, Gardens, Galaxy of the Garden, you know, Gardens of the Galaxy, Volume 2, it was like taken up too many notches to the point that the story made very little sense after a while. Right. You know, like like the, you know, the, the fact that you even had, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Thanos? No, no, not even talking about Thanos. Um, the, oh, what was the guy's the name? The black uh, dude, right? Yeah. Um, what's oh, Korath, the pursuer. Yeah. Like, like the fact that he was just a fanboy, like, you know, it was like little things. We know it's a different universe, <laughs> but because you've given us nothing else, all of this change, like every other thing is like, there's a slight change. This was nothing but change. And yet he's startled. Like he's even doing Black Panther moves. I'm like, you don't have the heart shaped herb. You're not the Black Panther. Like I, you know, just like little things like that. So I'm like, yeah, you were just trying too hard and, and trying to make Thanos comic relief. Again, something I'm like, I don't know where you guys are getting this from. <laughs> you know, it just, it just didn't work for me. All, all the things they tried and I, and I saw it was humor that they were going for. I mean, it's not that it's, it's hidden, but it didn't work for me. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Every time it's like, well, that just sounds like genocide to me. No, 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 no. It's not genocide. It's completely random. So it's okay. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, it's not genocide. I mean, he's right. It's not. <laughs> it's not because not because it's random, but like genocide would be getting rid of a race. Yeah. He's getting rid of half of everything. <laughs> you know? Right. So it's technically not genocide. Right. I, I, I really felt like... um. I, like I said, I, I'm very interested to see what it was. I, after the first two episodes, and Mike's right, you know, and we've talked about this before. I usually don't judge things after episode two. I'm the one preaching to people to give it a chance and let it roll out and let it tell its story. But I guess because I didn't like the animation style and the first story didn't really grab me. Um, and then the second story was really like what it was. I remember I was in the car driving somewhere yesterday and I was talking with somebody about it and I was like, yo, I don't know if I can finish What If. I have to watch it for the show, but I don't know. And when I watched episode three and four, I was like, oh, all right. It was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> but let me ask you guys, what are some things, you, what kind of tweaks you would do to What If? So far, we've only seen four episodes. Are there any tweaks, it, you know, like for, voice acting, um, animations, anything you're like, yeah, I would do it, but I would do this, or I would change this? Well, the voice acting I find funny because mostly everybody is back. I mean, you get the fact that Lake Bell is Black Widow because she's suing them for $50 million. Uh, <laughs> like other questions, I was like, Peter Quill, I'm like, you're busy? <laughs> like, you're the guy, you know, the voice for Peter Quill or like, um, like uh, Brie Larson, I'm like, you were too busy to do a, a, a second and a half taping? What the, who was, who was getting these people in? Or even Tony Stark, like, you know, Iron Man, it wasn't Robert Downey Jr. And I'm like, really? <laughs> After all the hundreds of millions of dollars they probably paid you by now, you couldn't show up and do this damn show. Um, but I mean, otherwise, I mean, I, I enjoyed the, the the voice acting. So it was just great to hear the people again. Um, but changing the cool part about the original, the actual what if I should put it that way, is that it's dealing with. I mean, you know, it's dealing with the whole comic book world, whereas this is only dealing with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So there's changes you would. I just think that they should just go more for go for the gut. Like in other words, doesn't mean that everything has to have a bad ending, but like just really go for it. Like an interesting thing would have been like, well, what if Quicksilver had lived? 
you know, we yeah. don't know what that would have. I mean, God knows what that would have done, but like the point. that, I think, would be much more interesting so far for a story. You know, um, you know, taking out like a death or a certain other character, or I don't know what. I mean, they they have many places to go, and I don't know what the um, other five episodes are because they are keeping a very tight lip on what their episodes are coming up. So you know, All I'm right. interested to see how that goes. Okay, yeah. we should just go break some mouse's leg and find out. You don't want to mess with that mouse. Let <laughs> <laughs> you do know it right now. <laughs> um, what about you, Ralph? What What are some things that you feel like you would change or adjust or whatever? Um, honestly, I I feel like it's going in a good direction right now, and if um, I'm sure they're probably going to come out with, with some better stories because mm-hmm. at, at least you guys didn't seem to like the first two, and then the second two seem to be doing better. So then you know that the next that come out have to be even better than the, than the last. So well, no, <laughs> I hope. Listen, I I am trying to be positive. I am know? too, but I'm not trying to be blind about it. Come on, <laughs> listen. I like to keep my eyes closed. <laughs> oh my goodness! And he's a driver, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I I would like to die in my sleep, like my grandfather, not screaming like the passengers in his cab. Exactly. Oh my goodness! Now, now, this, now, wow! Now, 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 does this? Um, we know is it ten episodes for what if? Nine, nine, nine. nine. Oh God, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any is there any variation you would like to see? Mike mentioned one right now. He said, you know, what if Quicksilver had lived? That's a very interesting MCU um, take, you know, or take on an MCU movie. That would be interesting. Is there anything else you guys would want to see? I would love to see what if Ultron had won. There you go. That'd be interesting. That that yeah. would be pretty cool. Or um, what, what if the Justice League movie didn't suck? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That would be great if they just poked on that. <laughs> <laughs> what if Tony Stark wow. was never abducted? Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. About to, but I mean, I know definitely Marvel Zombies is coming up. That I know I'm for sure. Yes. Of how they're going to handle that. The the first couple of runs of Marvel Zombie stories were fantastic. After that, it just became money. Money grab? Yeah, it's, it's just a money grab after like that. Like the Walking Not saying Dead. the stories weren't, I mean, the stories were, some of them were okay. I mean, they didn't get, they didn't go to crap. But, you know, it was just one of those where, like, you were like, this was great. I really don't need you to do any. Oh, you're making a second one. All right. Well, that's good, too. But really, you need to stop. Oh, your third. Really? Oh, <laughs> gosh. And a fourth on the way, huh? Hmm. <laughs> you know, it got like that after a while. Is there yeah. talks about a fifth? Huh? You should really oh, stop. Oh, the head of Deadpool is alive and in a sack. That's going to be fun, isn't it? <laughs> as fun as Deadpool is on its own for, yeah, for some yeah. of you guys. I know some people love Deadpool, some people don't. This podcast is almost divided down the middle when it comes to Deadpool. Yeah, if it's the work, it's the Merc with the mouth without a body. <laughs> <laughs> now, usually we would do a, a rename the show, but I don't think that, you know, without having a full body of work, we could do that. Um, really? But I do, I mean, I, I typically when we do these, I don't do, I don't do that. We can still. Well, here's, here's a name for you. Oh, he, oh, wait, hold on. The time that I don't decide to have one, Ralph has it. He just popped We're very into... prepared for 200 episodes of a podcast. I don't know about you. No, this, <laughs> this, this is winging it. It just popped into my head right now. What if? Why not? Mm. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot. I mean, if I had to name it, it's funny how, you know, 
I was so glad that Doctor Strange acknowledged the Watu mm-hmm. in that one point because I'm like, yeah, you know, he's he's aware of all the things that are going on. So it, I think if we had to rename the show, I mean, Mike said the snooper. I, I was gonna call um, call him peeping, peeping a Watu because I mean, <laughs> that, that's just crazy. Yes. Like that, like that idea of just watching different universes and just watching what goes on and, and you can't do anything. Number four really illustrated what that, you know, yeah. is like, how painful it could be. So he, in the comments, Watu is just constantly interfering, though. You're like, I thought you were supposed to be watching, dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, that's always so funny when, when people always talk about Owatu as, as the watcher, that he is, he's called Owatu the watcher, but he's always, always interfering with stuff. And, and people are always like, aren't you a watcher? Why do you keep messing with us, man? What the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. Um, I would rename this. What if Scarlet Witch had gotten the money that she's due? The lost episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll say that about episode three, though, to watch Scarlet Witch in that Hulk scenario. Not that it was very, very interesting, but it was like, I was like, oh, wow, yeah, those two didn't really cross, you know, there, because that's Edward Norton, you know, especially when they're in the in the college and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, wow, like, like that's a really, you know, Wait, like for two seconds. Black Widow or Scarlet or Scarlet Black, Witch like, or Scarlet Black Johansson? Because you Who? never mind. Are For, you getting confused over there? I'm confused because if you're talking about the college and it was Black Widow that was there, right? Yes, not Scarlet Witch. He does have a point there. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, apologies. <laughs> I'm like, what is he talking about? Oh wait, I know he's talking about. Oh yeah, because I but, think Mike was talking about what if Scarlett Johansson got her money, right? Well, well that's that's why yeah. I got confused. What yeah. I was saying was that you it was interesting there. to watch Scarlett Johansson's character, Black Widow. There you go. In that scenario with the Hulk, because the Hulk that was pre MCU. That's before even show character got introduced. So like thinking about you know that you know with the Hulk, and, and I remember like seeing how that. I actually like that movie. I actually like that Hulk movie. Yeah, I don't understand why people have a problem with that movie. I, Thank you, know, you. Edward Norton's an ass, but I mean, I enjoyed that movie from day one and still enjoy it. It's a really good Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, just FYI, I um, I saw. Uh, oh, I don't want to give any spoilers away. Never mind. Yes, yes never mind. <laughs> I guess we'll talk. I guess <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> post. Uh, it's changed. Yeah, yeah I, it was just something. I was, it was. It was uh, something else. Never mind. We'll Damn go on. It. We'll be reviewing that for another episode. Mike almost roused it. Wow. Okay, so let's do hey, it. My name is not a verb unless you're vomiting. Oh, boy. <laughs> All true. right. So ratings for the first four episodes of What If? Ralph? I gave the first four episodes of What If? Seven out of ten Hulk. Oh, no, sorry. Hydra smashing robots. Ooh. Oh, okay. Hydra stopper. I told you it's indestructible. Who, who are we going to put in this robot? The skinniest guy we can find. Yeah, because he's the only <laughs> one that could fit. Could <laughs> have made it bigger. <laughs> if they made it bigger, it wouldn't fit. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with seven watchers acting like, yo, my name's Owatu, and that problem's between you and them. <laughs> Out of ten. So, I, I hope it gets better. I got a uh, question. Mike? Yeah. Uh, if, if there's a multiverse... How come there's only one Owatu? Or there there... there's a bunch. There's a bunch of Watchers. There's a whole. There's a whole universe of them. No, no. Right. But I know there's multiple Watchers, but are they all Owatu? Uh, they they make it that they are. Although they're an alien species, they're kind of like one of those things that's 
kind of exists outside of time, but yet within it. So there's just, they are what they are, but there aren't any others of them, at least in continuity that we've been given. But each one right. is its own personality individual, right? Right. But what I'm saying is there aren't variants of them. They are kind of like outside of the multiverse. Of reality. Yeah, yeah, outside of the, 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 the different universes. So yeah. they are on their own. There's only one of them. Roger that. So they're just sitting watching TV and the TV is the universe. I gotcha. Multiple universes. But yeah, they, but they are, they, they're kind of like the Greenland Corps in the way that they have sectors. So Uatu watches Earth and our uh, galaxy and a few other things. I mean, I don't know how far out his thing goes, but he watches more than just Earth. Well, while he's alive before he dies by the Hulk, Red Hulk. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it wasn't Red Hulk. No, he got punched out by Red Hulk. Which is just stupid all on its own. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick Fury killed Uatu. White Nick his Fury. eye. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, don't even get me started. Yeah, we won't even get started. All right, <laughs> so there All you right. have it. Wait, Mike first... didn't give his rating. I thought he gave his rating. No, I interrupted nope. him. 200 episodes. 200 <laughs> episodes. This is what we got. This is what I work with, everybody. <laughs> I got your back, I, Mike. I, thank you. I give this an eight. That sounds a lot like genocide out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so you went for that joke. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so there you have it. What if? What if I would have done a better job of, of doing this podcast? We don't know. I was going to say, but guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go is next, but we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Hey, guys, we're back. And for 199 episodes, you've heard us question each other and you, the audience, about various geek topics. And now, we, now we've given some of our listeners and some of our friends the opportunity to ask us questions. It's kind of like an extended Geeks on the Go. No, 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 Ralph, it's not Geeks on the Go. It's not. Oh. Yeah, see, studio audience, yeah, they turn on you quick. <laughs> so I was saying it's like Geeks on the Go, but, you know, the questions don't come. Stop, it's not Geeks on the Go. This is not going to be a running gag. My goodness. <laughs> the audience turns on you guys quick, but for me, they always hate me, so I'm good. <laughs> so they're consistent. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> they're very consistent. So these questions are not, um, we, you know, we didn't make them. I didn't create them. There's no time limit. So it's kind of, it's like it's going to go, but it's not. So it'll be fun to hear from some of the questions that you guys have. I mean, 199 episodes, you guys have told us thing on the side now we get to hear your voice or hear you guys write questions to us and now it's time for us to do the talking and actually answer some of the things you got that you guys been questioning so without further ado let's begin and we're going to begin with those who decided to not record anything or those that were lazy to too lazy to record anything sorry just had to say it um the first one is from big kev and big kev and i were hanging out last night so he had no excuse he should have recorded something, but I guess my voice will do. So his question to us is, when will you bozos get it together and review Punisher season two? Shout out to Black Doom. <laughs> well, to answer your question, Big Kev, when you can get on the podcast and, and review it with us, then we will do it. The um, simple answer is blame the cap. <laughs> <laughs> Why blame the cap? Did you watch it yet? No, exactly. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. I mean, we still could do an episode where I don't have to, um, where I don't have to Talk watch at it all. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, Ralph, it's, are it's, you on board? <laughs> I mean, 
That was like the best episode ever when we were talking about Doctor Who and he wasn't even here. That was like episode five, and that's like the—I mean—that's one of our worst episodes. So let's let's get that straight. It's the one that people uh, listen to the most. Dude, we had five fans. We went down to zero after that. It has three hundred billion listeners. There's only seven billion people on Earth. I got a a letter from Obama commending us on that episode. Oh my goodness, was it? Yeah, yeah. Obama was in office. Wow, that's how long ago it was. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, So thank you, Big Kev. You can kick rocks. Um, And next question is from Troy. Shout out to Troy who now lives in Florida. He says, "If you could pick, if you guys could pick an IP um, that you think is ripe for an overhaul, which would it be?" Uh, everything that DC has animated so far. Really? Yes. You think it needs an overhaul? 100%. It needs an overhaul, an underhaul, a throughhaul, all the hauls. Wow. Wow. Even with mental lipids? Yes. Um, I would definitely, my my overhaul, I've said it a billion times because I enjoyed it as a cartoon. I would love to see it made into a live action series and redone. Fun Daughter Barbarian. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my God. There has not been one kid from the 90s who hasn't taken the hilt of a, uh, the plastic hilt of a sword and pretended to be thunder the 90s first off i don't think so yeah because because thunder was in early 80s exactly and by the time and by the time the 90s came out there were other sword wielding heroes you that see. people wanted to be anybody that's who watched including cartoon Voltron network, and the power rangers anybody who watched cartoon network in the 90s saw thunder the barbarian right? that's a good point that's a good point i mean i don't know about you know people wanted to be thunder but i always I, I mean, wanted to be thunder there we go. Then say you want to be Thunder. Listen, <laughs> my my opinions are universal. I don't know. With that beard, you're looking more like Ukla the Mock. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's Ukla the Mock's ass. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I, I, I was going to go and say, it's funny. You said Thunder, and I thought you were going to say Thunder. No, 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 no. You said right. the th in Thunder, and I, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say Thundercats. That's my answer. Ah. I think Thundercats could definitely use an overall. Well, they name. did. No, no, they did, and they failed. Yes, miserably. Twice, twice. <laughs> yes. Twice. So I think they're definitely, um, they're ripe for I think they're attempted charm, and you can actually do live action. You can actually try to do live action. Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? not? Not if they use the same director that directed Cats. Oof. Uh, <laughs> goodness. All right. <laughs> anyway, who directed Cats? Okay, we don't want to mention that. All right. <laughs> Moving along, we get a question from Tetris Goddess. Shout out to Tetris Goddess. She went really deep and yes. said, she said, do, <laughs> do you feel that time travel could ever be possible? I've already answered that question <laughs> with time travel. <laughs> well, if, if it's not, then all the time machines I have parked in my basement are kind of useless. Well, if they're parked in your basement, they're kind of useless. <laughs> well, no, because you know that I'm just not using them right now. That's the reason oh, I store them. I mean, I'll I was I was having uh, dinner with uh, Caesar the other day. You know, pretty cool. You guy. Caesar salad? Were you tossing a salad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was a good salad. And, you know, you just gotta watch out for the Ides of March. You know, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Well, I, I'll say this: I didn't ever think that time travel could be possible until I watched. And I know Mike's gonna get on me for this. Avengers Endgame, when they explain the fact that, you know, that when you go back into the past, you're not changing your future. Like, you now created, a, you know, an alternate timeline and the, and, the, and the timeline you're from is not affected. 
So I, reading Days of Future Past 40 years ago didn't let you in on that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it didn't, honestly. I can't even lie to you. It, it, <laughs> like, really? Because for me, because even though that, you know, that's, you know, that's how they explained it, I was always of the mind of watching Back to the Future and all these other things where they went to the past, they changed, and they came back to their present, and it was different. And I, I never bought the, that as a legitimate idea for time travel. But now the idea of you can create an alternate timeline, you can't go back to your original timeline. I could buy that if, you know, I think that's possible. Mm. So, yeah. Back to the Future didn't teach you that? I, no. Was he listening? Well, like, back to the Future, he changed his timeline. Yeah. Right. He didn't go yes. back to his original timeline. Well, they they never say, I mean, you get the feeling that supposedly it is his timeline. They never tell you that it's not. So for their for Stop those being... movies, he did not create a paradox. Yeah. He's but just he, changed his own time. He created a parallel present. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say this, though. Time travel, good in real life, might not be so good in movies. Just saying. Just saying. It's not. <laughs> it's never good. All right. So, so now that we've heard from some people who were kind of shy and didn't want to record their voices, let's hear from some of our audience members and some of our friends and, and friends of the show that had the guts or the time to record something. So let's hear our first one, Ralph. All right. This one is from uh, Joey, the intern. Hello, Meanwhile 22. This is Joe, the intern, with questions for your 200th episode. My first part of my question is, I want an ETA of when I lose the unpaid intern title. <laughs> I mean, 200 episodes, I think I should get a little bit of a promotion with some benefits. And part two of my question is directed towards MFG. You always complain that I never come with your laundry, but I complain now, where's the ticket? I don't ever get the ticket for your laundry and you know no ticky no laundry anyway i want to thank cap mfg and rt squared for allowing me to take this journey on an impressive 200 episodes keep it going i hope you have 200 more Wow, it was nice of that intern. Oh, <laughs> he, he sounded like a cuddly William Shatner. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, as of right now, you are the senior intern at double the pay rate that we've been currently paying you. So congratulations on both. Double zeros. <laughs> Joey. Hey, it's a, it's a promotion. I, I want to do you better. You are now the senior, junior, executive, unpaid intern. Yeah. It's, it's oh all any title that you want. And just to also let you know, the ticket is with the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you pick that up. <laughs> You'll find it right there. <laughs> grand opening, grand closing, I guess, for that case. <laughs> uh, good to hear from Joey. I Always you... good to hear from Joey. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, man. All right. So what's our next question? Next, we got the Stush Man, Steve Francis. Ooh. Hello, this is Steve Francis from Stush Productions, and I want to know why Mike and Ralph always butcher the Stush Productions intro. Thank you. <laughs> wow. First of all, I swear he sounds like a collection agency for Stush <laughs> Productions. Like, I heard that, and I'm like, oh my God, do we owe them money? <laughs> <laughs> tons. Tons and, and tons of money. And scarier and sadder than a British shakedown, because... Mm. 
you know you're supposed to be afraid, but you're not. And they actually have to tell you to be afraid because okay. they always have to tell you that they're upset. Well, listen. I am highly upset. It's like good because I didn't know. <laughs> at, at least if it's a if it's a guy Richie shakedown, it'll be quite entertaining. <laughs> you know what's funny? You guys didn't still answer the question. <laughs> oh. well, it's not like he's going to hear this anyway. It. We improved the Stush uh, logo with every episode. <laughs> And if you notice, I never take part in that. I never do because I'm afraid of the shakedown. Well, I am. It's it's not like he's gonna hear this anyway, so it'll be what fine. Do do? Throw a stale scone at you? What are you afraid of? <laughs> hey, hey, what's that? It's douche. <laughs> yeah, and that's why you guys can keep doing it. I will stay away from it. But thank you, Steve, for for all your help and hard work for uh, for the podcast. All right, what's our next one, Ralph? Our next one is Amber. Bella, I believe it is. Amber Bella, yeah. Hi, everyone. Congratulations on your 200th episode. Um, I just wanted to know why you think anime has become such a big deal lately. Oh, that sounds like something that our anime king might want to tackle. Well, right. to, to answer your question, Amber, it's just that people have now opened their eyes to the greatness of what is anime. You know, they realize the amazingness, it. the stories, the artwork. It's just incredible. It's been going on for years and just more eyes are open. More hearts are open to the stories. I saw one the other day. It made me cry. It was so good. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. I'm not a big anime fan. I do like anime. I'm not a big anime fan, but I will give an earnest answer out two words, availability and access. We, we um, Growing up, you didn't have access to all of these different animes, except if you had a VHS or if you knew a place that sold those series or those kind of things. They weren't available on TV like that until maybe like 10 years later in syndication. Now we have these shows being sold to our markets, you know, uh, on different, you know, cable channels. And now cable. you have, you know, what, what, cable, you got, you know, all you got, listen, streaming. You got Funimation, Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll yeah. has a whole bunch of anime on there. That's uh, what I'm saying. You know, Netflix has a whole bunch of anime. Exactly. Things we didn't have before. And also, I mean, there's also, I think, a, a lot of what's going on with it is that anime, I can enjoy anime, but I will be honest. Anime, anime is 10% fantastic, 5% not bad, and 85%, what the hell were you thinking about when mm -hmm. you made this thing? And um, that's, that's a huge problem, but it does take chances, and I respect that. They, they come out with some crazy storylines that you're just like, I would never put those together. And as Americans, we definitely wouldn't have put it together because it's not tried and true and formulated, um, you know, for us. And uh, I think that's another thing that people respect about anime is that it's just these, these crazy storylines that you just never would think of and <clears throat> wouldn't get on our shores. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if uh, what's cool about it, too, is that not all of them are uh, based in fantasy. Like, if you really want to see something that's heartwarming and, and oh, not really heartwarming, but very touching watch mm -hmm. um grave of the fireflies it's a, a miyazaki film it takes place uh during world war ii after the bombing of uh, hiroshima and it is it is very sad no, no, there's, a, there's a lot of like moving i mean because those are just more movies they're not all just action and whatnot yeah. no this is just animes in every form but no they're definitely really good right well well thank you amber and i swear i swear we did not intend to play the two british voices back to back <laughs> that was, that was totally incidental. That was totally incidental. Yeah. <laughs> Aluminium. 
Aluminium, yeah, I learned that. Aluminium. <laughs> yes. It was part of our schedule. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm not going to do that either because I don't want anybody rolling up to my house. Pip, pip, and all that. <laughs> all right. So, oh, what's Mary Poppins going to do? Descend with an army of umbrella wheeling assassins? <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Those guys are trained. They have the umbrellas from the Kingsman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, Ralph. All right. So, let's move on to the next one. What we got? Next is South Carolina. Hey, y'all, South Carolina here. Congratulations and cheers to your 200th episode. My question to you guys individually is, if you had an opportunity to do the What If series for the DC Universe, who will your characters be? Um, and also, if you had an op- I guess it's a two-part question. Um, also, if you had an opportunity to bring it to the movies, who would you have the What If series um, character be played by? Uh, and who would you have produce? Um, since you all know that DC make horrible movies. Um, again, still a DC fan, loyal to the end. But I'm just curious to know uh, who each one of you guys would choose and what would you guys do with it. Um, again, cheers from South Carolina. Wishing you guys nothing but the best. And please know that from the good old South, we support you guys. Oh, thank hey, you, South Carolina. Thank you. All right. So what do you guys think? A DC what if um, series? Who would you have as one of your stories and who would you have playing that character? So. Yeah. I know, I heard this somewhere. I I don't remember where, but I would love to see a what if uh, Superman was raised by the Waynes instead of uh, Bruce, right? Like, like where where Bruce never existed, but and the Waynes adopted uh, Clark because they found him somewhere. So, so I'm assuming instead of Henry Cavill, you just have a plank of wood. No, it would definitely be Henry Cavill. So a plank of wood. One hundred percent Henry Cavill. But I would love to see a storyline like that. <laughs> Where the Waynes still die, you know, and he becomes uh, Batman, but in a way with Superman. Why would he become Batman? He's already Superman. He's super Batman. Oh, God, that's <laughs> disturbing to say the least. Uh, <laughs> uh, sounds like Ralph has already worked with DC now. Go ahead, Mike. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Like, what if Batman was arrested for child endangerment? That would be a really good <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that would just be completely plausible. Um, who would I have played Batman? I haven't a clue who I'd have played Batman. Um, but it wouldn't be Ben Affleck, even for that episode. Um, what, what about um, the Twilight boy? The guy who's oh, playing right. Batman now. Oh, um, oh, fudge. The Come guy. Who... Use your words. No, I think, actually, I think, actually, in all honesty, getting Michael Keaton to be on trial for child endangerment <laughs> as Batman, I would kill to see his testimony. I have wow. to admit that. <laughs> and yes, I would have Tim Burton direct that. <laughs> You, you wow. wouldn't want Val Kilmer to do the Batman role? Oh, no, no. Not even 30 years ago, I wouldn't have wanted him to do it. No, okay, I was about to say, because Val Kilmer's falling some hard times, so I wouldn't do dog him now, but Mike's like, no, overall. How, how about <laughs> no. this? You have, I bring uh, back George Clooney with his nipples. You have uh, <laughs> wow. Danny DeVito come back to be um, the Penguin, but the Penguin is a prosecutor for the court. Hmm? Ah, hopefully he doesn't lay an egg on that case. Wow. <laughs> um, all right. I can't believe you got away with that dad joke. Um, I mean, the one I would go with, and it's funny because I always thought about, like, instead of Bane breaking Batman's back, what if Bane killed Batman in their encounter? And and I would truly want it to be kind of what Marvel's doing with their What If series and bringing back Tom Hardy as Bane and bringing back Christian Bale 
as a short, a short-lived um, <laughs> um, Batman with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as you know the Robin who was kind of you know trailing behind and kind of wanted to be Batman. I want to see how that would go. So would you want a Robin who has never trained anywhere near anything that Batman's ever done, <laughs> used any of his equipment to take up the mantle and be dead in an hour? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, it, hey. it'd be less like 30 minutes, maybe. 20 yeah, tops. But, but half the movie is, is Batman and Bane. So it's okay. You can, fill a, you can do 90 minutes. It's good. Ah, good old Masterpiece Theater Bane. There you go. <laughs> Are you from the darkness? Everybody's got a horrible Bane accent, <laughs> including Bane, right? I'm <laughs> Hardy. But South Carolina, thank you very much for the question. Good looks and thank you for listening. Um, who's our next person there, Ralphie? Crunk Chris. Oh, Chris. Layla. Hey guys, it's Crunk Chris. As some of you know me. Um, so my boyfriend's five-year-old daughter. Her question was. If you were a superhero and you had an animal sidekick, uh, what would it be and why? And then okay. my question, um, I'll, 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 give, I'll give a pause and then I'll ask my question. All right, so I'll pause it there so we can answer the first part. Let's answer the first part, okay. So, um, okay guys, who would you, I know my animal. It's funny because in my head I always dreamt a dog or a tiger, but I don't know why a ferret came to my head. <laughs> I, I, I don't know ferret. why either, but I think I think Carl Jung would have lots of questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, an attack ferret that can, you know, I can say, go kill, kind of like that arrow. From, and then you um, just hear, and it's now on the floor, and now you're being attacked. <laughs> hey, if Squirrel Girl could do it, Ferret Guy can. What oh. do you guys got? <laughs> Rat Catcher too could do it, right? <laughs> Rat Catcher. Um, I think mine would probably be a sloth with cosmic powers. Where it would just be like, uh, there's a there's a robbery over there, and he just looks at it and goes and like really slowly, like mouths kind of like, ah, and then the robbers just fall down and and are incapacitated. Well, wait, that's your sidekick. What the hell is your power? My power is managing <laughs> his power. Oh my god, that is a that's a team. My I job would, is managing mine, his that's power. Easy. I would just have a saber toothed tiger. Answer why? Because it's freaking cool. <laughs> I just want to show up with a saber tooth tiger. That's pretty much half the bad guys leaving right there. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine that. Does, does Put your hands up for you. Put your hands up. This is a robbery. Oh my god! It's Mike. He's coming in. What's that? Is that a saber tooth tiger? Holy shit! All right, we give up. He's I'm riding a... that saber tooth tiger, but naked. <laughs> because who's going to arrest me for being nude in public? On a saber tooth tiger. Who's even going to see you nude when you're riding in on a saber tooth tiger? Exactly. I'm scared of the saber tooth tiger. Exactly. Away. They will not stop looking at the tiger. No, they won't. You can have right. tassels on on your nipples and you could be like, whoa, okay, let, let, let's keep moving. Them. So I believe Kristen had more to her question, correct? And no one would see it. Now oh I'm done. Goodness. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> please play the, the, um, play the rest of the question. My question is if you guys were all your own superhero, what would the superpower be in the comic book and like who would be the villain and who would be the hero and what would the situation be like what would you be fighting over or um and i'm just assuming you guys are going to say mike is the villain but <laughs> wow whoa <laughs> that's just my guess <laughs> but i want to hear what you guys what your guys's comic book would be cuz i think you should make it <laughs> The fact that she assumed that you would be the villain, Mike, 
It's pretty it's spot on. Brand. It's I'm, getting, brand. I'm starting to think that my PR is not going as well as I thought. <laughs> no, your PR is working like uh, 100%, you know? Right. They, they're working their asses off, and they're giving you the best image possible. Yes, 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 absolutely. All right, so what do you guys think? What would your superhero be? In my head, I, I mean, I know that she said our individual heroes, like if I would be a hero, I just imagine the podcast and I'm going to use the allegory of a, of a couple of um, episodes ago, like us three, man, a Jaeger. Ooh. <laughs> like, 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 in, like in um, Pacific um, Rim. Pacific Rim, you know, and all three of us are in charge of it and how well that would go. That and how we fighting well. monsters. <laughs> that wouldn't go well. Clearly, my mind would overpower all three of you. I'm like, not sure about two that. Two of you. <laughs> well, the fact that you thought it was all three of us first tells you where that mind's going. Well, and, just, and, and the fact that I would have to stop and correct both of you constantly is not going to go well during this fight. <laughs> well, listen, because we would have to correct the Cap's math every time we'd be like, all right, so how far away is that uh, kaiju? Well, it looks like 20 feet. No, Cap, that's 200 feet. No, no, no. No, no, no. Between that and throwing Mike in a maze and us getting lost, it'd be three episodes to get out of that maze. Yep. <laughs> Very true, but no, I mean, like, if I, if I had a superhero, if it was me as a hero, I definitely would be uh, magic based because I am a huge magic based. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I love I love my Doctor Fate, like the, the Doctor Strange, love them all. Zatanna, uh, even, too? even Brother Voodoo. Hmm? Zatanna also? Zatanna, I've got my fishnets ready. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. a visual I don't want, but okay, I got it now. I got it. Yeah, I'd definitely be magic based, stuff like that. The villain, I don't know why I'd want to have my villain. But I would definitely be impressive, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you, Ralph? Um, if I was the, the superhero, I'd be some sort of like uh um Reed Richards uh level intelligence technomancer, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Controlling right. technology and building things uh, with just a single thought. And then uh, in other words, lazy. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> and and then uh if we would have some sort of team and the the main uh, storyline would revolve around us trying to get to where the crime is, but because both of you are navigating, we never get there. Oh, I'm good with just getting to a spot. Just don't put me in a closed room and ask me which way the front door is after we get to the <laughs> Where's <laughs> north? It's wrong. <laughs> For reference listeners, he's talking about... Uh, the first Comic-Con that we went to together in which I had to direct them with the map because none of them could read it. Excuse me. I was able to read it. Fine. Yes. Thank you. you. You read it fine upside down. Okay. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> Not close to our destination, but I was close. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Kristen. And thank you, Layla. All right. So um, who, who's our next, who's our next um, question? Our next is Tinkerbell. All right. Hey guys, it's Tinkerbell. Hey girl. So, um, first I just want to say, hey, congratulations on your 200th episode. You guys Woo. are freaking awesome. I love your energy. Yeah. Love the show. Keep doing your thing. Y'all rock. Um, so when I first started listening to the show about a little over a year ago, one of my favorite parts was the um, horror movie quotes. So I've got a little horror movie quote um, trivia for you, Mr. MFG. So target. Oh, bring it on. Number one is no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Hellraiser. Okay. Love it. All right. Number two is it's all true. 
The boogeyman is real and you found him. That would be a house of a thousand corpses. You gotta do better than that, young lady. <laughs> hmm. Okay, and number three is, it's not the house that's haunted, it's your son. Uh, first of all, you never asked Ralph to answer that, but the answer is insidious. I could have sworn it was the <laughs> number only. one. Listen, it's all the same. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> not by far. Um, but those are all good movies. And those are all actually really good lines. I'm mad that I didn't use any of them before. Yeah. All right, hold on. Good luck. I hope you get those. Yeah, there you go. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Tinkerbell. I know I would not have gotten any of them because I am a bitch. There we go. <laughs> we know that. You didn't even a bitch's bitch. Yes. I, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a bitch's bitch. Yes. When it comes to horror movies, let's get that straight. All right. Well, I, I, um, I think the only way you would watch those movies is if you could watch them through your fingers with your eyes closed and uh, noise canceling headphones on. Am I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But that, is that really watching or is it just being there? Yeah. And then some kind of like, you know, like, you know, deprivation unit where he can get <laughs> no sound or light or anything in, you know. A sensory so deprivation mean, tank, you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, you know. God's so mean. <laughs> All right. Who else is we it, got? Is it mean if it's true? Stop. Who else do we have? We have the best for last. Ooh. Is Jazz. it me? Oh. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Jazz here. Of course. The, the reigning, defending, undefeated, undisputed, meanwhile, 22 pages later, Star Wars trivia champion of the world. My God. Congratulations <laughs> on making it to 200 episodes. I am very excited to be a part of this. Now, I didn't come up with 200 questions like I was asked to, but I'm going to try my best. Here we go. How long does it take for Cap to make that cover art for each episode? What's Oh, let's let's hear these questions. We'll get we'll rapid fire those morning routine out. in order to prep that beer. Out of the Marvel Disney Plus TV shows, which one is your least favorite and why is it Falcon and the Winter Soldier? What happened in season 2 of Iron <laughs> Fist because nobody saw it? Is Mike's skin really that silky smooth? As we know, I've never really met him in real life. Is it true that Black Doom has an unbelievably massive <laughs> Are the Giants going to go 5 and 12 or 4 and 13 this year? Either way, they're still going to be the Eagles, am I right? When's the PS5 coming back in stock? Is it true that Cap is starting a tour of a one-man show about starting a career where you don't have to show your face due to hair loss? What the f*** is going on over at Warner Brothers? Is JP ready to lose to me again? Who's the father, Ralph? When's the last time Mike updated the MW22 Tinder? I didn't know the three of you came as a package deal. Final and most important question. If you could take either a comic book character or comic book story arc that has not yet been adapted into a major motion picture or television series, who would you choose? Wow, wow. that's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot to go at there. You Holy know? hell. We're going to have to charge by the question. Oh, my gosh. So can we go question by question? Go for it. Because I want to know why it takes that idiot to take so long with our damn cover art. <laughs> well, I'll say this the cap doesn't do cover art I do not do cover art but the guy that I know that does cover art it depends on you know um, inspiration honestly from what I understand you know I've talked with him and he talks to me about sometimes if he's interested it comes to him naturally sometimes it just doesn't happen and that's why Mike has come in and helped out with some of the art so damn right I have and done a great job by the way damn right it has been thank you but, yeah <laughs> <laughs> So what, um, do we have the questions in order? Or? Yeah. Sure. 
Go for it. Ralph, what's about what's going on with that morning routine with that beard? So first I wake up and I thank the universe for allowing me to wake up. Then I look at myself in the mirror for at least 20 minutes, praising my beard. I feel bad for that mirror. For being Damn. on my face. <laughs> then I sensually uh, wash the beard with appropriate soap and conditioner. And then I carefully untangle all the hairs in my beard and using beard oil, I rub it into the skin and moisturize the skin underneath while also moisturizing the hair. Then I wow. tie it together into a nice little braid and put a little uh, bead on it. And that's nice. what I do. Very nice. Wow. <laughs> and that's what I do. And that's what I do. Beard instead of a hair flip, a beard <laughs> flip. Yeah. Well done. Next question. Well, I wanted to know about the Marvel Disney Plus. What's our fave and why it's not Winter Soldier? Wow. Uh, <laughs> and out of what's come out of Disney Plus, oh, it actually might be my least favorite of them all. I don't know. Um, out of what's come out so far, it actually might be the least favorite, um, even though I really enjoyed it. Huh. Wait, okay, least favorite? Of what sure. Disney Plus has come out with for their... Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Well, they've only come out with a few things. There's only yeah. been uh, the, the WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, and now What If. Yeah. I mean, honestly, shoot, they're all good. I mean... Mm -hmm. They're all good, but I think Winter Soldier, out of that list, would be my least favorite, but it doesn't mean that it's a bad uh, series. Right. Mm -hmm. out of, yeah, it's still good. It's just not as good as the other two. Um, I want to say Loki... Because I okay. like, I felt like Loki built up some steam and then just kind of fell flat at the end, even though they, they had the big reveal of their big bad. Mm -hmm. So I'll say for me, it will probably be Loki. Once again, like Mike said, still a good series, just not as good as the Winter Soldier and Falcon and um, WandaVision. Ralph. What do you got, Tech? Um, I really enjoyed Loki. Um, just for the simple fact that we know there's a continuation that there's more to come. So mm -hmm. it, it, it left me wanting more. Um, and with the other shows, you know that the, the only continuation that there will be would be somewhere along in the movies. Um, but they didn't really leave me like they, they kind of resolved some of the stuff. So I was like, oh, all right, I guess I can move on from here. But Loki left me wanting more. So which one is your least favorite? My least favorite is uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Unfortunately, Jazz is go. correct. <laughs> God damn you, Jazz. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Next well, question. Well, we won't ask Kat what happened in Iron Fist season two because you how did you it. enjoy that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I yeah, mean, exactly. Which is why we've never reviewed it for all the listeners out there that are wondering. Oh, oh because oh, because we're dying to freaking review it, aren't we? I yeah, enjoyed I am. season two much better than season one goes without saying. However, you still had the weirdness. Uh, just FYI, for anyone who didn't see it, at the end. Colleen Wing actually ends up with uh, Iron Fist abilities through two swords, and Iron Fist has Iron Fist guns now. So yep. you have that happening. And then they want me to review it. It just yeah, feels it's actually not a bad season. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I mean, I'll, 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 I, I refuse. I have other things to watch. <laughs> so next Obviously one. Obviously, not Punisher season two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch that before I watch Iron Fist. I'll say that. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, let's see. If your question about my uh, is my skin really that silky smooth? It's been described as talc. Just let you know. <laughs> um, so, so yes, it is. I, I am the the pudding of skin, uh, the the talc of quality, and the smoothness has been uh, 
By scientists, it's been said to be a quantum-stabilized atom mirror, the smoothest substance known to mankind. And just so everybody understands, the way you get your skin to be that silky smooth is to suck yourself off as he just did right there. That's how you do it. <laughs> Nonetheless, quantum-stabilized atom mirror smoothness. I, I thought it was through the... Uh all the um, massive sacrifices that he had his followers doing in his name. That is partially true. I don't need as many sacrifices as I tell them. I just like watching them die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that cult of Mike is pretty big, man. It's I, I, I still think Mike has a lotion of kids' tears that he puts on his face. But anyway. <laughs> That's just in the juice box. <laughs> the juice box. <laughs> Any other questions that, that, that Jazz left for us? Oh, we've got lots. I did hear from Black Doom, and yes, his his uh, his formidable uh, hidden nether regions are that massive. It's, it's 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 called the Black Cloud of Doom. Normally, <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that explains the hammer, right? <laughs> yes. Next next one. Well, that's a sports question. That's up for you guys. Oh, the, the, the Giants. Well, screw you, Jazz, because not for nothing. You just became a football fan, what, two years ago? So you're talking to me about, about records, right? But for those who don't know, Jazz it, did not watch a, 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 a minute of football. And then he met his lovely wife, and his lovely wife got him involved in football. I mean, you know, and then now he feels like he knows about football. He can talk to me like that. <laughs> just know that um, let's ask him about his Patriots. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the Patriots without Tom Brady. Let's ask about that record. Let's see. I'll, I'll put a $10 bet for you, Jazz. Steve, you down. Who has a better record, Giants or the Patriots? Continue. Wow. Well, that leads in actually to the next question so well, because the PS5 will be back in stock in the stores as soon as the Giants win. The Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the deal that they struck with Sony. Yeah. <laughs> Sony thought it was a win-win, but what do they know? They're in Japan. <laughs> Damn. All right. Um, the other question was about your new business, your side business, Cat. Oh goodness. <laughs> I just can't believe he, he's just such a mean. How is Jazz so mean? I've never done anything to him. <laughs> I have not done anything to him. So any, anything about a side business? not really happening do not believe the 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 young man with the glasses who's just recently happily married he's he's delusional he's crazy he doesn't know what's going on he needs to calm down i'm sending him a, a mean text after this podcast what else we got wait on another note for those of you who want to buy tickets for the caps one man show just Shut let up. me know and i'll hook you up i just go to my house <laughs> <laughs> just go to my house it's the show right there all the time <laughs> for people be provided for all the people that attend Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and what the fuck's going on at Warner Brothers? They don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they're secretly being taken over by Marvel for just shits and giggles at this point. I, I told you, it's it's the darts game. They're like, all right. You always say that. Yeah. What's, what's the next thing we're going to do? Uh, Suicide Squad remake, but not really a remake. All right, let's do it. It's. Yeah. It, I, I think it's just them looking at Marvel and saying, "Well, how can we be different and better?" Instead of saying, "How can we do our own thing?" And just yeah. stick to it. Well, it just it feels like the, like if Marvel went, "I've got this idea. I think it's shitty." Well, let's just send it over to DC and see what they do with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, "Oh yeah, you were right. It was shitty." 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Cap, have you been in touch with JP? Is he ready for a Star Wars rematch, or has he been humbled beyond all universes? I'm telling you, once again, Jazz and his and his um, meanness. I'm gonna send two texts now: one to Jazz <laughs> and one to JP. And I can't tell JP, "Yo, you heard what Jazz told about it," because he won't hear it until this comes out. So I'll have yeah. to like relay the message best I can. The short answer is, I think JP will be down, but I think that if I tell JP, he will be relentless until we put him back on the show. <laughs> I will. I'll probably hear from like 14 days straight. So am I on? So am I on? So leave me alone. I'm sleeping. So am I on? So <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that, but I think JP will be down. I'll have him back on. It'll be a pleasure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Big question, Ralph. Who's the father? Well. In order to answer that, I have to start from the beginning. So oh, that would be you then. All right, pay up. <laughs> oh my gosh! Listen, uh, I was already his father once, so no. Until the DNA comes back, I'm still holding judgment. All right. So, so you're saying the Schrodinger's kid? Exactly. <laughs> nice. Mm. And my apologies to anybody that has been uh, writing to us on the M22 Tinder page. Um, yes, we do come as a package. Uh, you will regret all three options. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's consistent. <laughs> you, you will be sadly disappointed. You will wish that we catfished you. <laughs> the pictures you saw, that, that's us. That, that's all of us. Yeah, that, that was it. That, yeah. <laughs> there, was no, uh, there was no fake there. I'm, I'm Mr. November, by the way. <laughs> well, I'll say this though. Um, even though we know what cash catfish meant, when Mike said it, it sounded like a brand new disgusting sexual position. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't you haven't felt anything until you've been catfished. Oh yeah. Some kind of a bottom feeder, I guess. Hey, <laughs> bottom <laughs> feeder, but um boom. Where oh my goodness, where I gotta tell you about the thing. There, there you go. go. <laughs> and last but not least. A question that we can actually answer with less sincerity than anything else. Uh, what kind of a character or storyline do we wish to uh, have out there that hasn't been done? Mm. All right. So All right. I, Good, Ruff. I have a few. I'm sorry to interrupt. I have a few. Um, Good. I would love to see uh, Craven's Last Hunt live action. Okay. That would really be good. super cool. Mm -hmm. um, Kingdom Come would also mm -hmm. be really cool to see. And um, Marvels, that I, I would love to see some form of live action of that would be really, really, really cool. Nice. All right, all right, cool. I'm gonna go with um, it's funny because I feel like Marvel's done it already, but I feel like Marvel MCU would need a, a larger body of work to pull it off. And I would want to see Secret Wars. Ooh. I, I think if you have oh, at least wait till you introduce the X Men. And the Fantastic Four, not the and one that, that they did with the animated uh, Spider-Man. No, 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 no. I mean that that's the same premise, but yeah. you know, I think if you if you simplify it, but you have the right people in and people who have never been seen together before, you know, together, mm -hmm. I think I think it could be really good. And especially if you have a Doctor Doom already servicing the MCU, I I can't wait for that. I, that would be something I would want to see. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Mike? Well, for the longest time, a character I've wanted to see is actually going to eventually hit the small screen. So hopefully the Moon Knight does well, but I've always been wanting to see that character live action. Um, a storyline, uh, it's, not, it's not a big known storyline, but it was a really great storyline from, uh, I guess, the mid? Yeah, it would have been more than mid-80s. Um, it's, uh, it took place parts on Earth, part in space, but I would love to see like the brood saga of the X-Men in space. 
which Ooh, is where okay. Captain Marvel became binary and stuff like that. It was, right. just, it was just a really, really great galaxy spanning uh, adventure that I, I just enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, definitely. And the, brood, and the brood are just a nasty. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, obviously the idea is straight from aliens in, in many ways, but they're just a brutal race that just takes over your body to replicate itself, you know, and that's, takes your powers as well. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's fun for the whole family. Well, yeah. So, wow. Thank you, everybody, for, for contributing, giving questions, you know, um, asking us things that we didn't really think about. And, you know, and things and you didn't want to think about, like Ralph's beard routine. Oh, please, <laughs> please listen there's no listener to this podcast that hasn't asked themselves i wonder how ralph's beard is so luxurious how does what does he do but you know after yeah. 200 episodes they now found out they exactly. found out now now they know exactly <laughs> so um I, usually we do shout outs at this point usually we do like parting shots let me ask you guys are there any last words you want to do before we put episode 200 you know, put it on a nice little bow on it and sent it out to be produced five weeks later. I definitely want to say <laughs> hi there to Johannes. I'm surprised we didn't get a word from him. Yeah, I, was, I know. I was waiting. I was ready for him. I knew he had something out there. It's probably just eating at him right now, but I hope <laughs> he's doing well. And uh, everybody else that we didn't hear from, we can always hear from you now. We'll still listen to any questions. If you want to send us anything, we'll bring it on at another time. We're not going to wait for another 100 or 200 episodes for that. We'll do it the next time around. But um, yeah, just Keep up, keep listening. Want to hear from you. Right. Robbie? Ditto. Damn. All that. Wow. Um, okay. Um, I know that usually Mike and Ralph do a lot of the talking. I kind of like direct traffic. I think I just kind of want to say a couple of things. Um, I just remember eight years ago when we got together and I'm thinking to myself, like the fact that Mike, Ralph and I had never really been in a room many times previously to us doing the podcast. And I thought to myself, how is this even going to work? And the one thing I'll say is that um, I am happy with the result of what we have. You know, the fact that, you know, we're comfortable in all of our roles and that we that we work with each other really well. And I mean, don't get me wrong, as much as, you know, I love the fact that we've done 200 episodes, even though the first 10 we told nobody to listen to ever. Listen, ever. <laughs> Under they pain of a, death. They should have a CW rating. <laughs> they should have a CW rating. It's cringeworthy. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, but that's part of, I mean, that's part of the magic of what we've done. The fact that we've muscled and grinded it out, learned things. That's the beauty of the process. We became better hosts, better writers. Um, and the show's changed and it's more than we've, you know, have like this, you know, this friendship that's come from this. Um, and I, I'm just really proud of it. I mean, thanks to everybody from Steve Francis to, you know, thank, thanks for the spoiler warnings and, and Ralph explains it all, and Stush, right? Um, thanks for Kristen, um, Shannon, and Nikita for redoing the intro. Thanks for, you know, <clears throat> and Mike helping produce it. Yes, sorry about that. Oh, oh was that me? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Only because all the versions that I made, you guys hated. Oh, we're not going into that now. Oh, we don't have another podcast for that. I want to we thank need a whole other podcast for me to tell you all the reasons why I know. <laughs> I want to thank all the artists that we that, that we had or people in the industry that we've had as our guests, like Comfort and Adam and Matt Triano and, and um John Paul DeShong and Lulu Lucas and everybody else that we've had on the podcast that work in the comic industry. Thank you very much for lending your time and letting yes. us take your brain. Um and of course, you know, I want to thank the audience and our friends of the and friends of the podcast and just friends in general. So big Kev. Troy, Mike D with two E's, Aaron, Tinkerbell, um, Mr. Cooper, 
Hipster Tom, Jazz, Steve the Bro, um, South Carolina, Johannes, um, Super Gabe, Ruben, Tetris Goddess, Joe the Intern. I mean, there's so many people that have been on the show, small parts, large parts. And um, this show wouldn't be the, you know, what it is without your interaction, your support, your input. Um, and I think you know that that's very important to be recognized and for you guys to know that. By the way, I forgot to to read Erin's question, but she's not gonna hear this for another two years, so it's okay. <laughs> Was it a good question? <laughs> um, I I could I could tell you, but I guess I mean, are, are, do you guys want to hear it real quick or not? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, she says, "Who is the goat of all superheroes?" And then she she adds a side question: Can regular humans, i.e., Batman, be a goat? Uh, for Batman fans, he is. <laughs> for me, he is not. Um, I mean, sure. I mean, I'm not going to go for the greatest. I mean, because that would sit there, plot it out. Everyone's going to be like, "Oh, but this person's more powerful." No, for me, one of the greatest superheroes. Um, I mean, we always talked ages ago about ones that we like. So, I mean, obviously, I'm a Shazam fan. I'm a Captain Marvel fan. But um, as far as just. Uh, Hero power goes, um, I would say Black Bolt is always my favorite. Right. Leader than humans. I know it was a crappy TV series, so anyone that only knows him from there, my apologies. But I just love him as a character in the comics. He's just one of my favorite characters. Okay. Ralphie? All right. So I would say for out of the greatest of superheroes with the most heart, I would have to say um, it's a split between Spider-Man and Static Shock. There you go. All right, I w I'll actually agree with, with with Ralph and say Spider Man only because I think about. I, I mean, there are times he hasn't been written this way, but for the most part, it's definitely like it's definitely the audiences jumping into the perspective of a hero from a person that seems accessible, you mm -hmm. know, like like when he's somebody down in his luck, doesn't have enough money for wet fluid, you know, just dealing with all these problems. You know, it feels closer to what I would be dealing with than maybe Cyclops or Wolverine or, you know, all these other characters that are really cool, but I don't, you know, I can't relate to them. So I, I would say Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Okay. So nice. that was Aaron's question. So shout out to Aaron. Thank you. I'm sorry, but you should have recorded it when I told you to record it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she won't hear this in two years, so it's okay. <laughs> and the last people I want to thank are the two men that, are, that I'm speaking with now, MFG, Mike, and Ralph the Tech. Um, people overuse the phrase, these guys are my brothers. People always say that. But in this case, I'm not being hyperbolic and I'm not exaggerating. These guys have helped me in ways that this show, you know, through this show, through work through the show and well beyond. Um, through all these years, we've talked trash. We bounce ideas off each other. I've cried with these guys. Um, we've been through many different things along the way, whether it was a pandemic, downtime, stress times. Um, and I can't ask for a better um, bunch of guys I want to be in a foxhole with. Um, I love you guys with all my heart. I can't even express how much I really do love you guys. And that even when I don't want to do the podcast, when I'm feeling tired or uninspired or whatever, it makes it worthwhile when I'm done doing it. And I hope we have 200 more episodes, but most importantly, I just hope that us three can maintain this sense of family that we've forged through geekdom and not having a life. I like Aww. that. <laughs> Bringing tears to my eyes, Ken. And I'll just add, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
so I, with, with, with that, um, um, I was like, ingracious um, response. I guess we could put 200 to a close. Ditto. So for so for Mike, also known as MFG, and RT Squared, Ralph the Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky, and hopefully 200 more episodes. Or more. 201. Thank you.